That's just some good music. Just takes me back to the my childhood days of some TV programs. Hey, this is Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney, here in somewhere in Kentucky. Hey, uh, we're brought to you by 84 Lumber Company. Summer is not here. Whew. Wrong notes. One moment, please. <laughs> All right, winter is here, and it's cold outside. Hey, it's a little warm today. Sun is shining. Hopefully, it's shining where you're at. But uh, 84 Lumber and their team, you can stop by one of their local 84 Lumber stores. For all your building needs, the team at 84 Lumber will help you get ideas, materials together. Whether you're doing a DIY project, just want to see what's available in stock, they can supply all your building and construction needs. Uh, Pretty much everything except for insulation drywall and paint uh, they've probably got so give them a call or stop by a local 84 lumber store you can go to 84 lumber.com for more information all right we got the right season i'm your host jimmy skinny mckinney we're answering all your questions giving you the skinny on home improvement remodeling designing or building whether you're doing it yourself, having a friend or relative help, or hiring professionals, Skinny on the Home, we're here to help educate you on the latest products, trends, designs, techniques. All right. Um, this week, we're talking about windows, siding, and roofing. And we'll probably have a couple part series of this. Uh, this may be a little bit of information, uh, quite a bit that may have to break this into two parts to uh, get through. So, windows, siding, and roofing. So we're going to go through some frequently asked questions. And uh, before we do that, backwards, go back, rewind. Hey, uh, if you are a person that has a question, feel free to call the office. We had a gentleman, uh, a couple people do this uh, last week and the week before. If you have a question or something's going on in your house and you just want to ask, call the office. Uh, say you've got a question for Skinny. If um, I'm not around, they'll write it down, get your name and phone number, and I'll call you back. Or I'll find, if I don't know the answer, I will find someone that does. So had a gentleman call, and he had a, a crack in his wall, and he was curious about um, the foundation and some things. And then another gentleman needed a few uh, other things done, so I gave him a couple recommendations and some phone numbers for some other handyman and uh, some other contractors that we use. So even if it's something we don't do, uh, you know, Jane, our construction is um, our company where it, you can call the office anytime, 225-0162. But uh, if you have a question, shoot it over there, or you can go online, jrcsi.com, contact us there, submit a form online and question there, and I'll get those back to you. All right, now... Windows, siding, roofing, gutters, all that good stuff. Soffits. Um, we're going to have some frequently asked questions that come through that uh, uh, on some of these and then get into uh, maybe some products and things. And we are hopeful that we'll have one of our 
suppliers on with us uh, for the next show to talk about some of those things. All right, the first question is... Oh, wait, wrong button. There we go. Okay, what are gutters and what do they do? So the gutters are the, decor it looks like a little decorative piece of crown molding trough on the outside of your house where the roof ends and the fascia begins. So often called eave troughs. Gutters keep water from damaging your house. Rainwater uh, must be channeled from your roof to off the roof into a downspout um, well away from your house. Possible damage can include sometimes flooded basements, mold issues, both interior and exterior, soil erosion, stained concretes, rotted decks, stained stucco or siding. Or uh, if you notice, if you go outside and around your house, about a foot or so away from your house, you have this little ditch that's starting to be formed. That could be a sign that either A, you don't have gutters, or B, your gutters are clogged and they're spilling over on the side when it rains. <clears throat> and there could be um, something that needs to get unstuck there. The uh, How do I know that my gutters need attention? So here's some things. If you see signs of water leaking at the corners of your gutters, um, where joints come together, where the ends of gutters come together, if they're streaking, um, when uh, water streaks, if you see any peeling paint, if you see water staining around wood um, that the gutters are attached to, which is called the fascia board, uh, water spilling down during a rainstorm, corrosion, that's kind of things I talked about just a second ago. Uh, if the gutters are sagging, if they're twisting, falling away, if you can see a gap between the back of the gutter and the board that it's attached to, which is your fascia board, uh, may need some um, attention there. If you see any mold uh, on the side of the house or things coming down, um, if you see any, uh, sometimes if you see some water in the basement um, coming in, it could be that uh, we've, we've been in some houses that um, had some water issues in the basement. And we looked, and a couple of the downspouts, uh, when the downspout is the piece that's connected to the gutter that comes down the side of your house, and at the bottom, it should have an elbow that kind of kicks that water and starts putting it away from your house. Now, if you have it, you can go to any uh, box store, home improvement store. They have these gutter extension accordion-style things, like you can play the accordion in an instrument, and it sounds like... It's not in a real accordion. It's a, but you can extend your gutter downspout um, away from the house. So th the main thing is you want to get water away from the house. And so uh, back to the what I was saying, we've gone in in a basement, had some water issues. We go and we look, and that elbow connection had come loose. So the water was going through the downspout and then just going straight down into the foundation. So it also caused an area to... Uh, erosion right there so it created a little hole like right beside the house and water just was always you know water will always find its least path of resistance to get in and kept coming in so had some water issues so once we just reattached the elbow and added a little dirt uh, there was no more issues in the basement so it, it can be as simple as that it could be even more 
complicated than that. So that's one thing to look at. Look at your um, level around the perimeter of your house. Is it is the ground sloping towards the house or away from the house? If it's sloping towards the house and you don't have water coming in, it could just be a matter of time before it does come in. So just some things to look at as we, uh, you know, the the greenery around some of our houses and landscaping that's up against the house can cause some issues. But sometimes this time of year, it's kind of died out a little bit because it's froze and it's not green. And so you can take a look at some of those things a little closer, especially if you're in an area right now where there's no snow on the ground. It's a great time to get outside and look around at some of those things. Talking about windows, siding, roofing, gutters today. We're starting with the gutters, working our way backwards towards roofing or windows, whichever one. I don't know. I never know. We just go through some of this stuff and, you know, it uh, it works itself out. So that's the great thing about this show and and doing this as, as long as I have to and just uh, different experiences with different clients and different projects that um, a lot of times uh, I remember some of these stories. Speaking of gutters, I've got some issues at my own house that I got to work on. So I've got a large roof area, but I've got the smallest size gutter that's got a rain guard helmet thing on top of it. Well, sometimes the the sliver of space that's in between there, you know, will get mold build up and residue or something. And then water, if it's raining really hard, just shoots over the end of it. I need to go one size bigger on mine. Um, and a lot of our, some of our uh, gutter folks that we use and some personal preference if i was going to lean more towards a screen or a gutter helmet i'm in the camp of the screen more so than the helmet so don't don't uh, that's just my opinion if you're a gutter uh, i know a lot of i have a lot of friends that are in the gutter business that do a lot of helmets and some people like them some people don't so it just depends on um what's around your air, you know, how many trees are around. Some of those things can play into that. Cause if you have a lot of trees and a lot of pine, say pine trees around, you may not want to screen because those little pine needles are going to get stuck in that screen all the time. So there's, there's pros and cons to both. So it's just uh talk to your, it's good to have a gutter person that you talk to um, that is versed in both screens and helmets um, and kind of can give you the pros and cons of each of those. Also, talk to your neighbors, you know, see what they have in theirs and use. But at my house, where mine's a little smaller, it's running over the side, I've started to notice in the corners underneath the gutter, that overhang part, uh, the bottom of that's called the soffit. And I've got some peeling paint and some flaking and a few spots that the starting to see a little bit of, uh, of um, rot right in there so that's where you know the water is hitting going over the gutters not actually going in the gutter and it's just following the contour of the gutter back onto the wood and then back underneath and over time that can cause a lot of problems we've done a lot of repairs over the years of just soffit areas and just by if we would keep our gutters unclogged and make sure we have the right size gutters on can save us thousands of dollars down the road. I've I had one project where we um, had to replace almost every corner of the soffit around the house, an inside corner, outside corner, because that's where gutters were leaking and 
overflowing and replacing that and then painting that back and everything was thousands of dollars. Um, so just something to look at. All right. Um, do you always do you always want to replace gutters or can they be repaired? So that's one thing that some gutters can just be repaired. If the gutters were installed correctly initially, you know, a s- simple re- repair or a handyman might be able to make those adjustments. Here's the next question came through was, uh, how long do gutters last? One would think that when you have your house built and the gutters are put on, why wouldn't they last as long as the house lasts? But, you know, most commonly used gutters, continuous aluminum, um, as long as the good quality asphalt roof, um, you know, can last 20 to 25 years on average. So a lot of things too, if you notice sometimes in your gutters, if you're cleaning them out or if you've seen like the the grain from your shingles coming off over the years, that could be a sign that it's time for a roof replacement. But sometimes that weight, I've seen gutters that are halfway full of that, of the asphalt from the shingles that just washed off over the years. So imagine all that weight continuously all the way down and then the gutter starts sagging and, and things like that. And, you know, when gutters are put together in connections where downspouts go and where the end caps go and some things like that, um, there's connections there that have some uh, caulking and things in there that might need some attention. Some of your, your newer gutters are a continuous piece, but sometimes maybe you've got some older style gutters or maybe somebody replaced them uh, from a box store years ago. And they may have connections, you know, every 10 feet, every 20 feet or whatever it is. So it's something to look at. All right. Um, so, again, the, the types of gutter that are most commonly installed um, nowadays are continuous aluminum gutters. Uh, steel gutters are also a thing. And copper gutters. Uh, we, did a, we did a job downtown Lexington that had a um, copper gutter system and copper downspouts. And whoo! talk about expensive that uh i had to go get all my pennies and uh out of the drawer and condense them down <laughs> i'm just kidding <clears throat> that would not be good the uh but st- steel is normally used for larger commercial applications um or if you've got some steel roofs on homes copper is specialized product used in more higher-end homes uh if you're Listening to this and you live in Lexington, downtown Lexington, Chevy Chase area, you can drive around and see, you know, a newly installed copper gutter is shiny and bright, just like a brand new penny. But if you notice, uh, if you leave, leave your penny out in the weather, how it starts to turn a darker color and green and things like that. So you'll, you may notice some browner looking gutters that are actually copper. It can last, copper can last for hundreds of years. Um, it's maybe more expensive than the other two, but, and then there's also uh, five inch and six inch gutters. Um, you know, you want, you want that sizing, uh, tailored to your home and its requirements. So that's why asking those questions of your, uh, gutter company that you're going to use. There are a lot of companies in town. Some do a lot of window siding roofing together. There are just gutter specific companies that do nothing but that. And then the next question I had. Um, what are vinyl gutters? So the expression, this could end badly, <laughs> fits 
vinyl gutters to a T. <laughs> Some of them are sold in lumber yards and box stores, the links for homeowners uh, who want to install their own gutters. The vast majority of them leak badly, sag and twist. Um, a lot of our a lot of our gutter companies are replacing a lot of those uh, just over the years. So I would, if it were me, I would just stay away from vinyl gutters as much as you can because they're not. That might be the uh, song that you hear uh, after you've installed them. I'm just kidding. Hey, you know, everything's got its purpose. Um, you know, if it's um, vinyl gutters are less expensive sometimes than doing it yourself. So not knocking that, but I just personally would not use vinyl gutters. Uh, another question, why do, why do we use continuous aluminum gutters? So continuous, um, that word versus multiple pieces together in joints, where you're able to reduce the number of joints by making the gutters to the proper length on site. So a lot of trucks have the equipment with them on site. So if you're the gutter you need for your house is 30 feet. They can run a whole continuous piece as 30 feet, and there's no joints in there. Um, so that's the machine usually fit is on the truck with them. Uh, manufacturing gutters, uh, you can you can manufacture gutters in lengths up to 50 feet, um, usually because that's what a roll of the aluminum comes in. So. If you've seen in any of the box stores over in the siding aisle, you've seen the square boxes about 24 inches tall. That's a roll of aluminum that runs in a roll of 50 foot. So that's why you typically can't go past 50 feet. Um, and then it, you just use, you know, it re reduces those joints. Um, then it only gets to the corners only, and it will help dramatically reduce leakage. All right. Do, um, question is, um, do we need to replace the wood fascia behind the gutters? In most cases, it's not required. But if there are some areas which are rotten, you may need to replace that. Um, you know, if you've got some of the newer houses have a have aluminum wrapped around that fascia and then the gutter on. So even if you have had some issues with gutters and that's leaked behind there, sometimes that metal has saved, maybe saved your uh, fascia. Uh, sometimes if that metal fascia is not put in correctly, I've seen that and, uh, the wood exposed and water just gets trapped behind there and then it just creates a, uh, opportunity for rot to happen there. So not always, it just depends on, um, each situations, each roof, each house is a little different. So you may or may not have to replace that. Um, if you do, normally it's just a, you know, a spot or two, so you can just have a, a board, you know, you may have a, a section four foot that you only have to replace instead of replacing all the fascia in the whole house. But also something to think about. If you don't have aluminum wrapped fascia boards, and say the, the fascia you have now is wood and it's been painted and you're not wanting the maintenance. Um, I have a lot of clients that want to cut down on maintenance over the years on their outside of their homes. That is a perfect time to get that wrapped uh, typically they'll you can do the fascia you can also do the soffit and some of the if you have a brick house there's what's called a freeze board it's the board that is kind of butted up against the brick before it gets up to the soffit but also depends on your neighborhood 
So we do some work in some historic districts too that won't allow that. So it really make sure you check with um, your neighborhood neighborhood associations what they will allow and what they won't allow. So some neighborhoods don't have an association, so it's not a big deal, but some others do. Some of you that are listening probably live in some of those neighborhoods and know some of the restrictions and pain that you go through sometimes that you want to do something to your house and you're just not allowed to do it. So on gutters, if question was, you know, do you pay extra for replacing fascia? Yes, the answer is yes for that. Um, painting the fascia before new gutters are installed, so that's a great idea to, if you're not going to wrap that in aluminum and it's been painted before, taking those gutters down, you'll one, be able to see Okay, did whoever had it before or when they built the house, did they prime or paint that uh, before they put the gutters on? Sometimes they didn't. Um, so that's a great time to possibly get that painted. You know, why do my existing gutters have holes in them is a question. So this is very unusual, but not unheard of. So very often this is caused by chemicals or some companies apply an aftermarket treatment to wood shingles to control moss and algae. So look at that. Um, you may have holes there. The um, one thing with some of the gutters that have, if you have a, a nail through the front of the gutter holding that in uh, versus the newer gutters have screws and it's a kind of hidden fastener um, that are a lot better to install too. So looking at some of those, sometimes if you have the just a repair to a gutter that might be nailed on, you may just need to add a few more spikes uh, in between a few. Uh, sometimes I've seen where those have gotten damaged by a tree limb or they were coming off and somebody hit them with a hammer and hit it too hard because there's a little spacer in between there that keeps the gutter the size that it's supposed to be and that nail is in between it. So sometimes that gets hit too hard and then that crushes and then it causes instability in the gutter as well. So... Um, this question was, my gutter are only a few years old and water is leaking between them and the fascia. The gutters look in good shape and the roof is brand new. What could cause this? So we can't always be sure without seeing the house, but sometimes when you have a house that's been re-roofed, uh, roofers will cut the shingles too short and water can flow in behind the gutter rather than into them. Um, and then also if there's not drip edging, drip edge put in, um, that maybe could be a cause of it as well. A roofer may be able to install aluminum flashing under the edges of the shingles or over the gutter to direct that water where it belongs. Uh, highly recommend you address this situation before the fascia boards are damaged and needs to be replaced. So if you've got a newer home and newer gutters and or maybe you've been through, um, you know, we have a lot of hail damage sometimes in central Kentucky. If you've been through a roof replacement in the past uh, five years, and you've got some leakage there. That could be the cause. How long does it take to install gutters? Do I need to take time off from work? Is it all those things? But normally you do not. Uh, most gutters are installed in usually a day or less. Um, most companies don't need access to electricity. Um, otherwise, it's pretty self-sufficient. And you do not need to be home um, when... Um, we're doing gutters just if you have dogs in the backyard and things like that. And if you have gates, 
in and out of your house uh, to the backyard that are locked, you may want to make sure that those stay unlocked. So, all right, this question says, what water is flowing over the sides of my gutter? My neighbor says they're plugged. How does this happen and what should I do about it? So this unfortunately is a very common issue, should be dealt with before the exterior of your house is damaged. Water begins to pool next to your foundation. Pool, P-O-O-L, pool, pool. Um, not a swimming pool. Uh, and it can leak into the house. Usually gutters are plugged where the down downspout uh, is attached. So you make sure that they're cleaned, uh, free of leaves, moss, pine needles, etc. At least once a year, the downspouts, uh, um, they can be disconnected from the perimeter and flushed. You know, if you have trees close to your house, um, should probably... Maybe do that twice a year in spring and fall. Um, notice that they they said have to be cleaned. You know, every year there's always a handful of stories of people who are injured while attempting to clean their gutter. So companies, there are companies that do gutter cleaning. I know uh, uh, if you want some information, uh, send me a message about it. The um, We have one gutter company that we use that he has a yearly maintenance program where twice a year, comes out and he walks your roof cleans out everything blows it all out and takes care of it for you so you don't have to worry about it and it's not it's a nominal fee to do that um, but that's one thing maintenance wise that can help if you have somebody regularly that's at least once or twice a year cleaning out your cleaning out your gutters so professional gutter cleaners also don't damage your gutters by leaning ladders against them um, and things like that some of the if you've seen ladders that have like these little antennas that look like they come off of it that's so it keeps it off your house and off the gutters and things like that so most of your guys will depend on the steepness of your roof will just walk your roof and uh and blow it out and things like that so also when you're having your gutters clean just think about what's below that maybe you don't want stuff in or if you have cars or boats or things sitting around the house that um there may be chunks of stuff in the gutter that you don't want on that or um, whatnot. So take a look at all that. Uh, we talked about the types of gutters for a roof. So this question was, uh, what type of gutter do you recommend for my house if I'm having a new roof, uh, tile or steel uh, put in? So usually six inch wide steel gutters for steel and tile roofs, uh, just because of the water flow. Shingled roofs sometimes kind of slow that water down a little bit, but not much. Um, but again, steel gutters are are rare. They're usually not used very widely in the residential world on that. Another question to ask, um, are you covered by insurance in case somebody gets hurt on your property while they're working? So maybe you hire a gutter company, you're not at home, guy climbs up, falls off the roof, gets hurt. You want to make sure any contractor you use has general liability insurance and workman's comp insurance. Now, our state of Kentucky, if there is a single person company, so a one-man show, um, or you have a single entity company that uses subcontractors and maybe he doesn't have any employees, by law, he does not have to carry workman's comp insurance, but... If he gets hurt on your job while he's there and he does not have workman's comp insurance, 
your insurance and your homeowner's insurance, you could be liable for injuries and things caused by somebody getting hurt. So make sure you check and you ask. And even if there's a single entity person, a single contractor that says, well, you know, state of Kentucky, they can show you the statute. I don't have to carry workman's comp insurance and say, yes, I understand that. But I would like for you, if you're going to do this job, I'd like for you to carry that workman's comp. Now, be prepared that you might have to pay for that um, if you want that specific company or that person doing that work or splitting that. But that's not a that's not a very expensive rider to add on to, to a contractor's insurance policy. It's usually less than $500, um, and it covers them for the whole year. So that's, uh, that's something to think about. So again, you in the state of Kentucky, contractors don't have to, by law, carry workman's comp insurance if they don't have any employees, if they're just a single owner. But you, I would highly recommend that you ask them to carry it, or at least as a rider. What I mean by rider is just an add-on policy to the, to the insurance the uh, another thing to think about if they hand you a copy of a certificate and it's just got blanket information on it, you can request to be added as the additional insured on there, and that means that their insurance agent has to put in your information and send you a certificate. I would be very cautious of any contractor that will just give you a copy, or even if they make a copy and add your name on there and give it to you, I would want to get it from the insurance company. And also, if somebody says they have workman's comp insurance and you see it on the policy and all those things, you can go online or even call the agent that is on their certificate and double check if you want to. You know, it's just an extra layer to protect yourself because there are some, unfortunately, and it's just the way um, our culture is sometimes. Uh, a, a contractor could go and buy insurance and pay for one month and have it listed that he's got insurance from January all the way through January of the next year. Well, come February, he doesn't pay his bill. So that policy is canceled, but he still has a certificate that shows that he's got it for the whole year. Make sure whoever you have uh, work on your house doing anything. They have insurance, general liability insurance, and workman's comp insurance, whether they have employees or not. Then you can also check with your local trade associations, Better Business Bureau, um, things like that. That if they're part of those, then you know if there's any disagreements or things, there's usually um, those are the organizations that will help mediate uh, certain things. Companies, some companies require deposits to get jobs started. Some don't. Make sure you know all the financials behind gutters. Most accept credit cards. Um, if you want to use that, some use for points. The um, Another question, we talked about leaning ladders up against a clean and stuff like that. The question came in and says, are, your, are gutters strong enough to lean a ladder against? Typically... You don't want to do that. That practice leads can lead to injuries. Um, if you guys have seen, uh, did anybody watch Chevy Chase and the National Lampoon's Christmas movie where Clark's on the ladder? <laughs> you definitely uh, 
want to be careful with the ladder. Um, that's why we talked about the U-shaped pipes that fit around the side of ladders that keep them off the gutters and the roofs. Keeps from damaging those and those things. So um, here's a question. I collect rainwater for my garden. So sometimes I need water in a barrel, but other times the barrel is full and I don't, and I don't want it to overflow. How can that help? So you can install a water diverter, which looks like an upside down Y, and you can move the water flow to one side or the other uh, with a lever. So that's one thing you can flip that on. And when it reaches a certain level of that, it can come out. Sometimes you've got a rain barrel that's up against the house. And when it gets up to a certain point, you don't want that water just flowing out randomly where it's at. You want to direct that away so you have a next um, connect a Y diverter and that can um, go off there. So uh, next question is, can you can you get gutters to match trim color? And yes, there's that can be upwards of 17 or more or less different colors to choose from. So typically most of your gutter companies will have kind of a, a fan of samples, uh, sample colors, and that way they can match. So even if your house is painted, you can get a gutter that's close. So maybe you've got gutters that you're going to replace that formerly were painted, and maybe you don't want to paint the new gutters because you see the old gutters and why you're replacing them is they're falling off and paint's falling off and things like that. So they can typically get the gutter and the downspout to match uh, pretty close. So, so all right, screens. <clears throat> Heard some kind of screens that goes over gutters that keep leaves out. Are they a good idea? Again, some companies install uh, some gutter protections called gutter guards. Uh, it's an excellent way to... Pr- you know, excellent insurance policy for your house. It prevents leaves and debris from blocking up gutters. So maybe, you know, you have, you're around a lot of trees and you have a lot of leaves that just come down throughout the year. Maybe you've got to clean your gutters out once a month. You know, it just helps prevent and slow down that. I have a one gutter company that we use. His, he only will install the screens and he just does not like, he's not a fan of the helmets um, that are solid on top. And, um, but also he's the one that does the regular twice a year maintenance. So even if you have screens, he still recommends that you still have those. Um, sometimes things can still get in there and clog things up. So you still want to have those twice a year looked at, cleaned, inspected. Um, it's just longevity of the house. So it's just like anything of the house, there's maintenance that's required over time. So now with some of the gutters and depending on the area of town you're in and leaves and stuff around and helmets um, don't require uh, gutter protection. So some, you may, you may not have a lot of trees, so you don't need to spend the money on the extra helmet or the screen to do that. Other times you may find that, uh, you have a low slope enough roof that the helmet works better than the screen and you may not have to clean any gutters out ever again. So uh, the thing to watch out that I've I've just seen with helmet gutter systems is that the slit at the end that allows the water to get in sometimes can get clogged up. So just pay attention to that. And uh, sometimes even from the ground, you can hit that with a water hose and get debris off of it. The question... uh, I've had gutters installed a couple years ago, 
and but I don't have any screen or gutter guard. I've got trees that grew up uh, over the years, so now they're up above my roof, so the leaves are starting to get in my gutters. Can I install these gutter guards or these screens on existing gutters? Usually you can. So it um, again, you want, depending on the system and those pieces are put in and they usually slide up underneath the shingles and then come on and snap on, screw on, and they're fastened to the, to the gutter itself. Um, again, that's a good time to have your gutters inspected just for if there's extra fasteners and need to tighten anything up, if things are coming loose. So the other question, will gutters overflow in a torrential rain if I have gutter guards put on? So typically, no. Um, just even in extreme locations, um, the uh, unless you have some blockage, again, or you have a gutter that's damaged, or maybe you had a limb that fell on top of one of those gutter guards, could create an opportunity uh, for those. So again, you want to go with as wide of a gutter as you can if you're going to use something like that, give it an opportunity to flow right through there. Another question, will wet, wet leaves stick to the gutter guard and plug up perforations and things like that? So they, they may temporarily, but eventually they're going to dry out and they're going to blow off. Um, so again, just checking that, having a regular inspection to look up there and um, all those things. So uh, the question, do you, I, do you have to need to drill holes in the roof to install that gutter guard? No, usually all the fasteners are on the gutters themselves, not the roof. The uh, maintenance of gutter guards, you know, again, um, in corners, sometimes where inside corners come down in certain parts of roof, you always have leaves that pile up that just never get blown off the roof. No wind ever comes through there, and there's not enough rain to push those off. So that's sometimes you might need to get up there and sweep those off, blow it off. And that's why, again, you want to regularly have gutters inspected and looked at. Um, so if you need gutters, thought about gutters, start looking up and seeing some areas that we talked about with, uh, you know, streaks or mold and mildew, some paint peeling in your soffits, and you need um, someone to come, come look at that, you can send me an email. My email address is jimmy at jr csi.com jimmy at jrcsi.com or you can call jnr construction call the office and we can recommend a couple folks for you there if you are interested in having your gutters looked at so again we're doing a little series windows siding roofing gutters today was all about gutters i should have uh, one of our installers um to join us if um he is available and um, get some inside information. If we have one of our guests, we'll probably go into roofs. That'll be a good time to talk about that, especially before as we get through winter and then spring comes and then there's storms and things like that to come up. So things that you can do to get prepared for um, this year and season and roofs and um, especially if you've got an older roof and those things. So, Hey, I just want to take uh, take a minute and say thanks again. Just appreciate the feedback and the encouragement over the course of the time we've been on. Thanks for joining us this week, and uh, make it a great week, and uh, be blessed. Mm-hmm.